in April 2023, Pete's neighbor Martha disappeared after watching the movie Deadstream. <laughs> in June, this will come out in June, but we're actually recording in May, Martha has been found. Finally. <laughs> this is her story. <laughs> Welcome back to the Scare Value Podcast. Uh, we did it. Martha's here. Finally. Welcome to the show. I made my trek. It's a long way. Ken made it from Taiwan before you made it from across from across the backyard. I'm missing in some kind of travel technology, clearly. I almost canceled just to keep the streak going. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> uh, we got to do our quick business. Number one, correction and apology. I kept calling the vampire in Nosferatu Count Orloff. You did, I remember. It's I was ca- there. It's Count Orlock. But in my defense, that's a silent movie and I'm illiterate. That's a solid defense so, for you, so I got you. I got as close as my letters, letter number understanding let me get. Well, as long as my streak of not messing up continues, we, I'm, I'm happy. Right. And uh, we got a quick Nicholas Cage update. You listen to me. You're Nick fucking... One of these weeks, it's nope. going to be new. Not unless you start I'm going to be surprised. Not unless you start doing some work. I don't know how to push those buttons. Is it exciting to watch the magic in real life? Absolutely. Uh, uh, That cowboy movie you continue to talk about is now streaming on Hulu. That was my Nick Cage update. (laughs) High five. All right, we did it. Nope. I don't know what the name of the movie is. The Old Way. Oh, see? Look at him. He does the research. I don't do the research, Martha. That's why I write it in my notebook. Is that not the the notebook of a serial killer? Look look at that. I don't need you to like it. As long as Jodie Foster likes it, I'm fine. (laughs) All right, Hannibal. (laughs) What do we got? What are we doing today? About the 2022 movie Deadstream, an 89 long minute movie. And I know Pete gives it his approval. (laughs) That's under 90 minutes. That's kind of a rule. Yeah, tight 89. Mm-hmm. This, I like it. <laughs> this, this movie, every time he's like, I just wish it was a little shorter. Today, we talked about Inglorious Bastards Outside, and he's like, that's just too long. And I was like, there's no movie you can give him that's lo- longer than 90 minutes that he's like, that's We watched Monster Squad. It's like 85 minutes. He was in heaven. Yeah, it's great. In and out. Martha recommended this movie. <laughs> you you recommended this, Martha? I did. Yes. Well, yes. thank you. It's You're one welcome. of the Scare Values. It was top, fun. It's, yeah, it's one of Scare Values' top ten movies of last year. There you go. And we got Pete to watch something that was new and relevant and good. I think Pete loved it too. And just so everyone knows, I don't know if you, I do not I care for the genre of found footage. Ah, I, yes. I saw what was it, Blair Witch, when that was the first one. It's yeah. like, all right, that's cool. And then anyone I've tried, I don't get the appeal. So. This movie was not... Uh, the appeal is you can make them for much less dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, but there's, but nothing, it a, there's nothing new, or it, so I thought. Isn't, nah. it a, isn't it a good thing, though, that when somebody who doesn't have the means to make big-budget movies can go out and put their creativity on film? I recognize most of them don't, but All it's still right. nice that that option's available. Yeah, well, I thought yes. that was pretty cool in this movie. Very low-budget, amazing quality. I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, and and that's it. That is the the doing it, you know, the creativity coming out for a low budget. But that yeah. that was the shock to me. Like mm-hmm. I did not expect it from a found footage movie, and it was exciting to see something done and done so fun. It was, it was. just fun across the board. Doing it and doing it, doing it well is our greatest <laughs> poet. LL Cool J said. Oh, I thought I had the next line, but it left in my head. I represent Queens. She was raised out in Brooklyn. There we go. Uh, Pete, I'm going to need you to recap the plot of Deadstream for us since you haven't seen it in a month. Well, the thing is, I tried to do some research. I I said, I'm going to watch this movie again. Uh-huh. It turns out I don't have your passwords that can transfer me into my phone. So I couldn't use it on the TV and wake up my kids. But 
I tried looking it up online. There is not a ton of write-ups about Dead Space nope. or Dead Stream. Dead Stream. He doesn't maybe, know the name. Maybe that was the problem I was having trying Wrong to do thing. my research this morning. There's a lot of video games yes. I found. Didn't seem to match up. But it was a what a live streamer who live streamed his way into a haunted mansion and just kept being forced, forcing himself for his viewers to keep doing everything. He is afraid of. And, you know, with real life things happening, real terrifying monsters and such. And yes. that is my memory of this movie. Pete, for the first time, I believe you watched this movie. Look at I that. did. It was a fun movie. I, I sold it to you as uh, an idiot stumbles into an evil dead movie. <laughs> and would you say that was accurate? I, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Marla, yeah. Yeah. They, I think they, they even in their, not their marketing, but a lot of their write-ups mentioned Evil Dead and I, before I saw it. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's 100% what it is. It's, it has more of an Evil, two, Evil Dead 2 feel than most 100%. movies that try to have an Evil Dead 2 feel. All right. So you've recommended it, Martha. And you're, you've watched a ton of horror movies. Horror movies are your, your Baloic, right? Uh, Baloic? Yeah. Baloic? yeah someone, I don't know. Whatever been, that word is. It's been suggested to us several times that we should have someone on the podcast who knows about horror movies <laughs> and doesn't just ramble about Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, and, that won't be me. Well, it's, you are here today. <laughs> here I am. Um, what, where'd you come across Deadstream? Actually, another podcast. Oh, um, there's other podcasts that do horror? <laughs> Weird, what? right? Does, does anyone know about this? I don't um, just another podcast I follow. I try to keep up with the movies that they watch weekly. Um, so I think a couple months ago they did this. Um, and it was on Shudder. So, you know. It's a Shudder original. Yeah. Uh, you hear that? Podcasts have formats that people I, follow along with. That's crazy. I can't afford four, man. I barely can get two. Last week, the one that went up today. <laughs> Thank you, Martha. See, it's much better when people react to to my genius. The one that went up today. I'll hear it on replay when I listen to it later. Mm-hmm. The I tone tone him out, which is probably bad for a two person podcast. Um, the one we recorded last week, we had to come up with the idea in the park in his garage like five minutes before we started recording. Sure. Because that's what he told me you were coming. And I was like, what are we going to do? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, here we go. It was all kind of last minute. (laughs) Life was just like, you're not doing this today. No. Well, that's why I wanted to cancel today. Again, we got to keep it going. Why not? My point was that it was no higher or lower quality than our usual podcast. (laughs) It it, it actually was an eye-opening experience for me. This is what it is. (laughs) Even if we try, this is what it is. Um, So I have written down here first. Uh, a line from the movie that made me laugh. Uh, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go in and find something he fears more than cops, more than sharks, more than bingo with the elderly. <laughs> I I'm distracted by the fact that this was this was you being prepared. This is what we bring good. to the table. I prepared this weeks ago. I, uh, I was gonna watch it again too, but mm-hmm. uh, I thought it'd be funny if I didn't. I had it on in the background this morning. Oh, did you? Okay, yes. so, so look at just, you. You're again the 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 person coming to the show who hasn't you know first time just doing more work than we have. <laughs> mm, it's true. Uh, let's because Pete doesn't like found footage. Let's talk about how the movie doesn't feel at all like a found footage movie, despite the fact that it is one because it really of the tricks doesn't. they use. Yeah, I'll agree. It was. I don't remember at what point I said, "Oh yeah, this is a found footage movie." Mm-hmm. It uses every trick it can find. That live chat going on at the time, the fact that the camera is pointed at him half the time, so it doesn't feel like it's the wobbly thing. It's yep. more his reaction to it. Yeah, he has them all set up, yeah, stable. That, you get to the different feeds. Yeah. Even talking to people outside, 
sending in video clips. Like, it just doesn't ever feel like... Like, when my memory of it doesn't feel like a found footage movie. No. Like, when he's fighting the cop outside. I don't... I look at that and I'm like, that just feels like a regular scene, not it like does. a found footage thing. Not at all. It's pretty incredible, actually. I think the only part that really felt found footage to me is when he's, like, setting up his cam in yeah. the car. Yeah, yeah. When he's trying to see that monster thing and he attaches it to a slim jim his beef cam <laughs> what about beef the time, cam. what about when he tried to stab the ghost and then lost the knife and then the camera had the knife and it started trying to stab him back <laughs> <laughs> that's was that the mill dead cam is that when that happened oh i can't remember, I can't remember the name was mildred was yeah. the ghost oh it was the mill oh, i don't he, know if that was the mill dead cam but was yes it? yeah. I saw at the, one point the names was, the names that were going on for each camera that was that one of my would, favorite parts that he would take the time in the middle of to all you still got to satiate his live audience because it's ingrained into who he is 100 percent. his personality as a streamer right so yeah. he yeah. has to do these things spam oh. risk Mr. Risk. I don't know how to turn that off. All right. The the movie was stars and was co-written and co-directed by, I should have looked at that before I started talking, by uh, Joseph Winter and his wife, I should have looked that up too, I'm guessing it's his wife, co-wrote and co-directed it. It is his wife, yeah. I'm glad someone did the research. (laughs) Um, They, I thought he was incredible in it because he has to be on screen the whole time and he has to be unlikable, but you have to want to follow him. 100%. It's impossible. No, he came off as a total douche yeah. in the beginning. And you were like, oh, no, you have to follow this guy through the whole thing. Yeah. But the comedy yeah. and the way he reacts to everything, like a normal human. like yeah. That's how I would re- scream incoherently and run to another room no, if something happens. Like the, yeah, run to the closet, closet over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I love that he rips out his only safety because yeah. you know it, oh, yeah. it's perfect. It's a sigil in it's the a closet. Classic, it's a classic thing, but yeah. God, it works. Everything worked in that self sabotage without even knowing it. Now you're you're a big fan, Pete, of the the TV show Review with Forrest McNeil. This was a bit of a Review with Forrest McNeil plot. Oh God. Yeah, it was. It, it had that going on for it. He had to go into a situation that he's not comfortable with, doesn't want to do, but it's what the show says he has to do, so he has to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. A hundred, a hundred percent. Uh, I wanted to, I don't watch a lot of YouTube stuff, yeah. so I don't know, but having kids, and Martha, you have kids too, yeah, and they're roughly it. the all same age. kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you loser. You lonely loser. <laughs> I'm very lonely. Why do you distract me when I'm trying? In the mid-thought, you know I have such troubles. Kids and YouTube. Kids and YouTube, yes. Having watched just, you know, in seeing what they're watching and things, yeah. he, it seemed spot on for what I expect from a YouTuber. He's... Yes. I find it obnoxious and unwatchable, but I can see why people watch it. Like why he, somebody else would be interested somebody in else it. is super hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, okay, so you agree? Uh, yes. All right. Absolutely. So good. Good for Winter. He spot. He on. did a great job. Yeah, I'm kind of pumped that we know that the Bluetooth works. Actually, <laughs> just hit me. Oh, that, yeah. It hit me that we're not going to have a problem. We are uh, attempting another call in from our foreign correspondent with you know news from overseas. Oh. So the phone might, you know, we might get a lot of calls from some family. So everyone stay tuned. I'll let you know. Yeah. The one he hung up on was the, uh, the nurse at the school trying to say something, but we don't have time for that. No, we got <laughs> no time. We got dead street podcast. Um, also the score of the score of the movie comes from his walkman. From it. Uh, oh, Sean Carpenter's playlist. Yes. Yes. I did. Okay. Yeah. See? I, I thought that was brilliant. He made his own little playlist Yeah. for, for his stakeout 
in the haunted house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yep. at the and he of the named movie. it Sean Carpenter's. Yeah. And he hits, he hits play on it, and that's the score for the rest of the movie, which I think is genius. I yeah. didn't notice that. Yeah. But yep, yeah. that's fantastic. It's, yeah. That's called diegetic, Pete. I would, I would like to point out, I don't know, the one thing that I really remembered, like I think I, despite everything else, which I loved, the... At the beginning, where you know you get the his downfall and everything, mm-hmm. and then you see the the words, you know, one year ago he disappeared, and then it's a t-shirt <laughs> he's selling. Just pans back. It, and he's I think it. at that like I I was locked in at that moment. Yeah. I said not, this movie's going to be fun. Not just that it's that good of an idea, but when he pulls it back, he has the proud look on his face that I get sometimes when I pun something really well. <laughs> yes, the smugness, the self-satisfied pride in I, yourself. I did it. Yeah. He's just so proud of himself. So despite this being, you know, a found footage movie, it has something that most of those found footage movies don't have. It actually has three very distinct acts in the structure of the story. Yeah. First, you're getting all the lore. You notice acts? I'm asking yeah, she's seen yeah. movies, so okay. she does. I, I do. I do not. I, I dabble in the talkies. <laughs> I, I watch these things so passively, I take in almost nothing. <laughs> That's true. That's a true statement. I believe it. All right. The first act, you're getting him walking around, introducing the layout of the house and all the lore that he has at the time. The second act is when Chrissy shows up, which is brilliant because he doesn't have to be on screen. It changes alone. It changes things up really well. And it makes sense that a fan would, would stalk him down. Yes. But she turns out to be Mildred, the ghost that uh, runs that house. Uh, so the third act is him trying to survive it and then eventually you know, dispel them. So it has a very clear structure, which is basically more than these movies usually give you. And all movies have these things, you no. say? No, they don't. I don't think you're familiar with structure, really. No, I've, I've heard the words before, no. Oh. But I feel I could arbitrarily find three different acts in that same movie. Mm. And I could claim them. You can try. Go ahead. Well, like, not right now. i got to do the work. I'm going to do that for next podcast. He won't. On the same movie? On the same movie. I'm so, going to bring up my three Deadstream Part 2. Don't worry, he won't. I figured. <laughs> I'll bring it up and he'll come up with a reason he didn't do it. Sure. Star Wars. I also yeah. wrote down a line. I made a ball out of duct tape in eighth grade. Still proud of it. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff. I Duct tape is all over this one. He, he has yes. to cut his finger off for the ritual and he immediately duct tapes it. Just, it's the solve all. Like yes. Windex duct yeah, tape. It's perfect. Uh, I I think you were telling me, Brian, that it was not as um, improv as I would have expected. This I expected is, it. This is the thing that blew me away. Wait, yeah. hold up. No, what? I'm listening. I'm no, agreeing. what did you think, though, Martha? Before he... Oh, I thought it was a ton of improv. I, I thought, thought it was 100%, 100% improv. improv. Yeah. He said that uh, because they had such limited time that his wife had timed out how much time they had for each scene. So it was, he had to stick very much to the script. The fact that it sounds completely off the cuff is, I think he deserved awards for this. And I didn't give him one, and I feel bad about it now. You didn't give him an award? I gave the award to a different actor. He was nominated uh-huh. in the Scare Value Awards. Okay. But when I discovered that, the Academy did not have all of the information it needed. Oh, what a snub. This, this oh, a snub and a flub. <laughs> and, and I think it's going to have to be in the Apologies and Corrections yes. in our next episode. That's how I'm going to open the next Scare Value Awards. An apology and correction. Very sorry, Mr. I'm gonna, Winter. I'm going to have to go to the other guy's house and take his award away. <laughs> That's you show up like the Dundies it's Michael show, Scott at the door business. in the morning I really like too as somebody who likes practical effects the monsters were so awesome in this movie completely throughout just I did not expect it yeah. that at was all. the the Evil Dead 2 yes. vibe I was getting was from the monsters oh the most Evil Dead 2 moment since Evil Dead 2 in 1987 is when he's in the closet and he looks in his crotch and her face is just under there like no 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 she just comes up out of the floor yes. yep. it's the most Evil Dead 2 moment I've ever uh, seen in a movie alright 100% we also have the uh, 
the what we were talking about earlier, the cop, the potato gun shot through him, and then him slowly through. sliding down the potato gun towards yeah. him. It was a very, yeah, very Evil Dead too. Yeah. Very zombie, like, just keeps going for him. It's it's perfect comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which horror comedy is not easy as... It was creepy, legitimately creepy. That That's kid, it. that kid in the bed with a little twinny kid attached to it. Jumping, though, when he jumped out of that window on the second story, that scene was... I think he just... So he just literally ran out and fell. I don't know how he's not dead. Like, I'm sure that they put something down, but man, it was oh, good. It was they, like a pile of mattresses or something. Did they? I think he might have hit that ground. It, that was fun. It was good. That was a great... Uh, Stunt work. The one, the one thing they had to do was that. And I also enjoyed all the fingers going in the nose. Yes. Oh my god! I. It reminded me. <laughs> the next morning, I wanted. Uh, I have croissants from Wegmans, and it was an all. Wait for it. Oh, wait. She has croissants and children. I, oh, fancy. Oh, fancy! I have it together. Um, you it say in my basement on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> Listen, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so there's that. Oh, man, you really do have things going <laughs> I on. Know. But So I went to go eat my croissant, and it was an almond croissant, and the almond slices on top, <laughs> all I could think about were the fingernails up the <laughs> nose. That's what it looked your, like. Your kids came in, and you got almonds up your nose? Yeah. Like, what is this like? Practical effects. I believe, I believe it was deployed in the, the comedy rule of three where it happened to him twice earlier in the movie, and he's like, what is with these fingers yes. and nose? And then right at the most <laughs> desperate moment of time, right into his nose again at the end. <laughs> so it's, far it's a perfect up. moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect moment. Um, but there's so many of those. Just I see, having not seen it in however many weeks it's been now, I've forgotten there were so many little moments that make me just go, I need to see this again to remember them. The balance, horror comedies usually are a lot of just slapstick comedy with like gore or something thrown in but this there was such a good balance of actually being scary yeah that with the comedy it was a fan i'll say balance again it was a fantastic balance because i would be laughing and then be like oh shit you, you said kitty was terrified again. of the movie <laughs> kitty um she said oh that's right she the jump scares yeah she, there were good jump scares she screamed in my ear she sure. cl- she was holding on to my arm so tightly that it became painful like, but the movie got her for a horror comedy you mm-hmm. want the balance you're talking about it yep. scared the shit out of her multiple times 100 percent for a for a found footage horror comedy that like you guys said earlier i don't remember it being found footage so not liking found footage it it hit everything perfectly yeah. i can't believe that they found something new to do with this nope. it makes me want to. Is there anything better, like else, like that in found footage? I don't know. Not exactly. It's like not this. It, not that hits comedy the way this one does, which I think is the perfect combination. They do. The Winters Clan does have <laughs> a segment in the last VHS movie as well, which is a similar thing where he's a videographer uh, who goes to do his job, and it turns out to be a, a exorcism, and he gets pulled into hell, and he's another. Unquip, unequipped idiot walking oh, through a okay. terrible situation. It's also very, very funny. And the girl that plays Chrissy is a demon in this one too. And it's 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 very funny and it's the best part of that movie, I think. Yeah. So that's worth that's on Shutter too. It's worth yeah. watching. What one was it? VHS ninety nine. I will never watch it unless we talk about it for this podcast. And even <laughs> then, it's question mark. Uh, I feel like it's a movie you have to go back and watch. I've seen it a couple times, but I'm never going to catch all the things in the chat. That are going on. Right. And some oh, of them are very yeah. funny. The chat is fantastic. Yeah. It's a great idea. It adds yeah. so much. It does. 
Kitty wasn't watching it because of the aforementioned jump scares. Like she couldn't focus entirely on the movie. So she missed all of those those little things. And it was hard to focus on the chat and the, you know, him talking at the same time. It is. It is something that if you watch it multiple times, you can focus more on the chat in the corner. Right. Because it's like, hey, he's the part where it's coming up behind. Like, it's behind you. It's behind you. Run. And he's not paying any attention. And he's not. And then when he looks back, it's onto something else. Yeah. And in the beginning, they're sending him the screenshots. And he's like, guys, I can Photoshop too. Uh, (laughs) Hilarious. Like, before he actually sees anything. Right. His absolute, like, dismissal of any advice that anyone online will give him is great. The ones I I caught were a lot of the times when he was at his most scared, everyone would just be like, oh, that's fake. And that was always funny to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Chrissy was a demon at the end, and somebody goes, anyone else think Chrissy's still hot? <laughs> and I enjoyed that one. And there was one other one. I got, oh, uh, when he goes, oh, shit, Chrissy's, he's running back to the closet again. He goes, shit, Chrissy's Mildred. And somebody just ch- tweeted out, or a message in, no shit, genius. <laughs> so I bet there's a ton of them in there. <laughs> The Pete and I don't understand the ending. I think Pete's right, and I think I'm wrong. Uh, what was your interpretation of the ending? Well, the ending was he, it ends. He has killed Mildred and right. assumed control of the spirits that are bound to the house and were bound to her because yeah. now everything's bound to him. So the movie ends with him lying on the ground. Well, what's your interpretation? This is what I I know my interpretation. So you tell me yours. I think that he just takes. Mildred's spot basically because of the sacrifice he made with his finger so now he's going to be stuck there possibly those demons are all clung to him now okay oh yeah sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it it ends with all of the he's lying on the floor taking control and the well i assume we're doing spoilers yes of course yes okay and the demons are all the demons the spirits that were trapped in the house are now surrounding him and then the camera footage ends right so your your interpretation was that he's assumed control. Yeah. That was mine. And it makes you think, because Kitty's like, oh, he's going to die. She's I'm kind of sad he died was her first I response. was with her, because I don't understand how... Okay, I get that they would be bound to him. I get that idea of the lore of it. I just don't understand why, A, he can't leave. B, they would listen to him. He's not dead. He's not stuck there. My thing was, I got rid of her. I got rid of the thing. And they turned to like, oh, there's like seven other ones. Right, but they're his now. I don't see that. I just didn't. I didn't understand. I don't. Well, I, it leaves it up. I mean, it could. I don't know if they would, but. Oh yeah, they'd be great if they made another one. If they well, did a part two, yeah. Sequel, baby. Mm-hmm. No, it, I took it as uh, because she bound them to her because she wanted an audience for her poetry. That's right. what you know. So now because they're, they're the audience for his. Uh, I guess live that, stream. that's. Oh God, that was what my thinking was. It would follow like, oh look. It'll be perfect. He'll have the audience for his live stream. So again, sequel, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's get into the uh, the apologies and fake apologies, and the moment that I thought was brilliant, where where every movie, the Dark Knight of the Soul moment, where he would apologize and he just doubles down on. You know what? I take back the apology. I don't care about <laughs> any. I thought, what a great way to show that he's just the person that you shouldn't care about. 100%. And I still don't understand what he did fully to get canceled. Something with an oh. old man yeah, that I, was homeless, but we don't fully shit. know. I think he was doing bum fights or something. Oh, okay. Like I the, forgot. Yeah. See, another reason to do a rewatch, because I can't remember simple things like that. He got canceled, though. He did yeah. get canceled, but he gets which to come is, back. Yeah, which is why he was doing the live stream in the haunted house was to... Right, because his last sponsor was going to drop him if he uh, didn't right. or ran, he left the house. That was the deal to get viewers. Yeah. 
which is when he's like setting everything up and then just randomly like drinking the energy drink yeah. and oh, yeah. oh, plugging energy, that. Plugging the plugs throughout it were great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the movie opens with a brief montage of like stuff he's done on the show, and that's when it hit me that it was like like review, but with a dumber person. Oh yeah, okay. You've seen review, Martha? Maybe? Or you've seen? I know I've watched it with your husband. Exactly. And I've you've... seen it from afar as All I roll right. my eyes. All right, so you get the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, that's what this seemed to be like. Like he's going to do whatever it takes, and that's. That was Forrest McGill's problem, too. You know, I think that that is, though, it really is kind of what the culture is now, especially for younger kids. It 100%. is a much. Yeah, so it, it resonates. I think that's one of those. Maybe it's like the Blair Witch was back in the the original. You know, it's like it's a brand new thing. It's I've never seen found footage done on like videos or, you know, using the Internet as the I think I think there's been ones like that, though, haven't there? There's another one. Um Oh my god, what's the name of the movie? The main character is like a really shitty person. Oh my god, I'm not going to American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's another found footage movie. Um, and she just goes and does really shitty stuff on camera. And she's super, like, really unlikable. Not like this guy. Any of the reality TV shows that are on right now. No, it's a Paris movie. Hilton. I will is she still around? It. Seen her commercial recently. She is really. Mm-hmm. She was. She was all over the place back in the early aughts, I believe. She has. Um, I just saw one of her ads on Instagram. She does like dip nails now. I don't even know what that means. It's the it, it's nails. It's, I believe it's, it's the nails of the future. <laughs> yeah. Dip nails. I I don't know if you've looked at dipping dots, the ice cream of the future. They, they don't take, say that anymore. They've taken off the ice cream of the future. It just says dipping dots. Now. We made we made it, buddy. We're in the future now. <laughs> No, nothing. No, the future is oh. real or the future is now. I remember. Dash cam. Dash you cam's the other you one. You can't look something up and then say you remember. No, I didn't. Look at my Google is <laughs> That's empty. How I remember. Let me look at your Google. <laughs> it's empty. Muscular young Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Got it. It's, it's an epidemic. Everyone's looking it up, man. It's a real thing. Wolverine. It's, I didn't realize that everyone had this in their saved Googles. If I yeah. could ever figure out how to make it my background, my phones are going to be terrifying for people. I've Googled muscular young Bob Hopkins. I have yet to find muscular I'm telling young Bob you Hopkins. it's there. <laughs> Sometimes, I think, I, I don't know if I've argued this to you, Martha, I think that Bob Hoskins made a, would, would have made a good Wolverine back when he was young and muscular. Okay. And there's and a shirtless was either ever young nor muscular. <laughs> He's always just been the way he is. He yeah. came out That's looking like a 50-year-old. Like Benjamin Button. Yeah, but, but it stopped. But he died looking like a nine-year-old. <laughs> right, he just, it just stopped right in the middle somewhere. And they cured it. I don't know if that's a Benjamin Button or a Bob Hoskins. Okay, he gets his own. All right. There. We've decided. We've talked about the practical effects of the movie and how good they are. The one moment that just killed me that was so great was when he duct tapes uh, Mildred's mouth and then rips the duct tape off and just half her face goes with it. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. That's right. It was wonderful effects. That's really good. That's practical effects. Yes. You don't do that with CGI. Those will hold up because I just watched Wrong Turn for the 20th anniversary, and it doesn't use CGI on anything. Which Wrong Turn was Eliza, Eliza Dushku. Dushku? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and just, she was lost in the woods. That's right. It just turned 20 in West Virginia where you don't want to be in the woods. No. Absolutely not. I, I've been to West Virginia. That's basically a documentary. I mean, <laughs> any rural area, really. I, I stopped at a... Uh, no offense to anyone listening from West Virginia, but it's going to be offensive. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I stopped at, that guy. Stopped, our listener. I stopped at a diner and they were like, What will you have? And I was like, Oh, I'll have this, 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 and this. And then she's like, Honey, you gotta slow down. And I was just like, This is the only thing that you have to do is <laughs> All right. That's fine. 
I'm questioning why you would stop in West Virginia for food. It's not that big of a state. You can drive through it pretty quick. No, I got lost in the woods. Oh, boy. I remember that movie. Uh, It has all practical effects from Stan Winston, who we've talked about before, Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, okay. But he also did, he does a ton of great uh, practical effect work. And I watched Wrong Turn, and all those early 2000s movies always don't hold up because of the CGI. And then I watched this one, and it's like, this movie looks great. It does. Yeah. So it was like, Wrong Turn's not a great movie. It's a good movie. And it maintains still being a good movie, which is impressive, because almost none of that stuff from that era holds up. Oh, I agree 100%. I, I've been arguing against CGI for for as long as I can remember. I still like the old... Did you ever Yeah, you went it? to Congress. I yeah, I went to Congress. No, I didn't. I was in Washington, D.C. once, and I stayed in my hotel the entire weekend. No, you were in there twice. We drove uh, eight hours down to see the movie Serenity months before it came out. And then we drove 14 hours back. Drove nine hours back because someone got turned around. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) We got turned around a couple of times. That was, I think, the the last time I realized that I can't do, like, 24-hour, you know, no-sleep cycles anymore. I have never attempted that. Pete's not great at math, but that's 17 hours of driving in one day (laughs) to see a movie that, that three weeks later played in Toronto. We didn't know that at the time. I was going to say, why? No, like the next day, I woke up from my 20 hours of sleep, and it said, hey, tickets on sale in Toronto. And I was like, oh, you mother. That's much closer. No, we went. We did, and I believe you got... Uh, I got like eight people to go to that. Yeah, but we went up there to plot the course. Oh, boy. The, the early days, you had to use like, you know, like math class. Oh, math class, There yeah. was no internet stuff. That's so not why we went. I remember. But we went to find our way to the theater and to get the tickets because we weren't sure that the tickets you could, you know, would be used. We just wanted right. to go to the theater. So we drove up to Toronto. We got stopped at the border by a guy who had an attitude. And then can, I, can I give you some backstory here? Yeah, yeah. I bought the, the car three days earlier. Oh. There was 50 miles on the car by the time we Brand got back. Brand new empty car. Very nice. Uh, the reason we went to get the tickets was I was dispersing them to different people that weren't traveling together to get up there. Okay. So it's easier if I just everybody had their tickets and then we could meet up at the theater. Now you can tell the story of us getting. Well, we we got flagged down because this guy, one of the guys, had an attitude. Just, sure. You know, he's putting his hand out at the thing and it's like, okay. What? And I think he was like, pay the toll or whatever. No, no, no. What no, did no. he even say? Oh, the toll's further up. He has his hand out, and I look at Pete, and I'm like. I look back at the guy and I look at Pete and I'm like, is this the toll? <laughs> and he goes, you should know what you're doing. You're trying to enter the United States of America. And like where we live, I could throw a baseball and hit my house from there. Like, I'm like, I can see I'm it. Like, it's know, right it's, over it's, the river. It's, it's, I'm three minutes away from my house and I can throw a baseball really far. Which they don't like to hear apparently. So we, we pulled up to the next stop and they flagged us down and we pull into this, this, like a garage and these people start going through the car and it's empty and they like separate us and he gets taken into like this glass room. I don't know if it was a one-way mirror, but I could see him in there getting talked to. And my guy's talking to me. We're out there. He asked me if I want a coffee. We're leaning on the counter. I have um, my wife's, my, you know, Kitty, my <laughs> girlfriend at the time. Sure. She, I had her license and he's like, oh, hey, look at that address. I used to deliver mail there. And then I look back there. They're like ripping apart your empty car, Brian, trying to find like, I don't know, why is this empty car? Our excuse, we wanted to go see it go to a movie theater that we're going to come back to in three weeks. What? Okay, I need to know then what were... Well, they just better. want your license? It gets better. Uh, remember, kids, it gets better. <laughs> they separate us. <laughs> I don't believe that's like, true anymore. <laughs> you know, it's, it's getting way worse. They uh, separate us, and he's like going through my pockets, and he's like, what's this? And I was like, the tickets to the movie. <laughs> and then, because they didn't believe our story, and then they go to Pete's pockets, and says, what's this? Like, 
the ticket or like the, the directions to the movie theater. And they just looked as if you can go. But you know what the long story short is? Didn't pay that toll. <laughs> well, that's, I did not know that's that. That's a one-way around ending. it. Went right around it. Take that, U.S. government. Was mm. it toll? Was that what they were looking for? Was the toll or I think your there license? Was a toll. No, there wasn't a toll. No, it was, I think it was think a license. Was, yeah, there you was know, a toll. I, I never figured that out. crossing into another country, you got to give him something. He just stood there with his hand out. It was very <laughs> no, I've never. I've never discovered what he wanted. <laughs> and then not Did you long give after, anybody your license? No. I, I gave them Kitty's license. They seemed cool with it. Then you were coming back in. Yeah, coming back in. Okay. Yeah, they don't care when you go up there. <laughs> like that's Canada's problem now. now. I, uh, anytime I've gone up there, it's always been like, well, I'm going to that casino, and they're like, have a nice time. Oh, yeah, I got like, stopped taking my kids over the border because I didn't have their father with me. Oh. And I well, got sent into one of those little rooms, and they're like, To be yeah, fair, it was the 1930s. <laughs> I, you guys are much older than me. Uh, 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 let's go. Let's go. Pete's turning 44 in like eight days, 10 that, days, 11 is days. Is that what it is this days. year? How do you know that? Uh, just how time works and how All numbers right. work. Apparently, I'm turning 44 this year. I'm very you. excited. In 10 oh, days. Hey, birthday party at my house. Tomorrow's Eric's. Yeah, everyone can I know. Come. I was going to text them. Oh, I remember. Okay. Oh, I remember. That's very nice. I remember September 6th. That's your birthday. Oh, look I remember at September you. 11th because they told me never to forget it. <laughs> and it worked. It stuck. <laughs> to be fair, it stuck. You know, I had to. I was getting. I was at the dentist, and there was some movie with the Twin Towers on, and oh, I just sat no. there looking at it. Was it Spider Man 3? No, it wasn't. I can't remember. It was something like Dunstan checks in or Brewster's Millions. I don't remember. Do you know that I learned yesterday that in the 1987 movie, uh, what was that movie with uh, Splash? No, the, the with Bruce Willis, Blind Date. There's a, sh- a shot where you can see Phil Hartman looking out a window where Nakatomi Plaza is being built. <laughs> that is a weird piece of trivia. One like- year before he filmed Die Hard <laughs> in that building. Good to know. Which is not called Nakatomi If I Plaza. ever watch that movie, I will never remember to pay attention seen blind to that date? fact. I have not seen Blind Kim Date. Kim Basinger. Okay. That's his blind date. And uh, Phil Hartman's his friend. And he's yep. trying to sell him that you have to go on the stage. You've seen like, this movie? Um, I have heard about it. Oh, it's better than also, me. Also, Phil Hartman. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Hartman's <laughs> talking to his <laughs> wife. <laughs> Was that sadness you were attempting to convey? I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Phil Hartman died on May 28th, the same day Harambe was shot. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that that they were both assassinated the same day. (laughs) Not not, the same year, but same day. I need a slide whistle now. Both at the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you? I was waiting for that moment for months. (laughs) I replaced the Evil that's, Dead one with that. That's that's why I can't have a new Nick Cage update. We've been waiting for a trombone to play. Oh, I don't even know if that's a trombone. Peter was worth it. That was a sad trombone. It's a brass. It's a woodwind. Wait, wait, wait. i got to finish my Phil Hartman thing. Oh. In, <laughs> in Blind Date, he's uh, trying. He's calling Bruce Willis and you got to go out with my wife's friend or sister or whatever it is. I don't even know. And uh, he's, his wife's off screen and he goes, uh, it's like, well, Bruce was like, tell me about her. And he's like, she's like, well, don't let her drink. And he's like, don't let her drink. And she's like, why? He's like, she loses control. And he goes, she loses control. <laughs> but I never forgot it. It's like Bill Hartman makes everything funny. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> I, I, I just got two laughs out of Bill Hartman <laughs> right here. He has a point. <laughs> oh, I got nothing. I was looking to follow that one up, but the end. <laughs> you, you were saying spark. something when I went back to Bill Hartman? I probably was, but I'd, I'd rely on you two to remember if it was interesting, and clearly it wasn't. I don't know. Yeah. 
See, I've I've learned. We've, we've that moved on. Most of my conversations aren't that interesting. People go out of their way to tell me this. Hey, tell me again about that pumpkin beer. Oh, so <laughs> there is a pumpkin beer that way back in the day before microbreweries. You know what? It's not. No. It's not. It's not pumpkin beer time. We'll save that story okay. for for October. We'll wait. Okay. Rocktober, I'll come back. maybe. All right. Well, I'll probably be back before then. There's a lot of these podcasts, and you're right next door. Ugh. Yes. Everyone who's on the podcast has to just pick another movie, and then we'll get to that one, too. Okay. Yeah, That's how we get content. And, yeah. But you picked I, a great one. You picked I, one Pete liked, which is not the easiest thing. Look at that. That's very impressive. Did you pick that on purpose, knowing I would like it? Or are you no. just like, I like this fucking movie, and you're going to watch it? I just had fun watching it, and I want other people to watch it so I can talk about it. That's it. That's it. That's podcast. Th- that's the whole point, right, of, share, of, of trying to... Wait, we were about to learn something about a podcast, and I don't... I have to write this down in my serial killer notebook. <laughs> I don't have a pen. I don't have a pen either. That's how all serial killings start, not having the pen. You know, it's great. I don't need to write it, it just gets so just angry that you kill somebody. Back. I would just like to say, we are in the basement, and I guarantee you there are crayons and markers laying around that you can add a little dash of color to your notebook. And we've been relegated back to the basement and just learned that Pete pronounces it cranes. Oh. Cranes. He said they're crayons. Crayons. Yeah, that's right. You got it right crayons. this time. Crayons. 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 That's still better than the Cray first dads. one. Crayons. The crawdads. The crawdads. How the craw? Where the crawdads sing. sings? Yeah. That s- one you watched. That's no, a movie. I was recommended that book many, many moons ago. Oh, yeah, we got readers around here, and I never read it. And then <laughs> the movie came out, and I said, "Sweet, I can watch the movie." Nothing. No. It's like a Cliff's Notes. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I, think it's a I haven't had to write a paper in a long time. I think it's a website. What about, <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. What about those d- dummies guides to things? Oh, I've seen those. Oh, books are still real. I told you. They are. They exist. There's this place called Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I said that website. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I, anyways, good work on Deadstream. I like Thanks. it a lot. Yeah. What would you think for another one if you were to pick something? That Pete might like, knowing that Not Pete... Even, don't even, just something no, you, you want to... No, no, just that you want to... Well, okay. Trust me, you have to pick something he likes. I'll watch everything eventually. That's not true. I don't know if you've seen... <laughs> what have I missed so far? Hold <laughs> on, I'm curious now. Don't I'm sorry, pull... Martha. That's, well, that's a long list. I, for the last 29 years of knowing you? No, no, no you just, want to start just from the beginning? The po- which, which podcast have I not watched yet that we've planned on? It, I don't know if you know, but a podcast is an audio medium... No, I don't. I haven't watched or listened to one. Okay. I've never heard this at all. So okay. It's all new to me. No one sees these things? What? No one's watching me right now? No. Why would we let no. you have your pants off if you were going to have people not watch? I was going to say, why did I put the pants on? I'm getting... <laughs> had I known... You're right. way overdressed. See, no, way overdressed. Pete doesn't know what he likes because we watched your next, and he told me when he watched it, he's like, I didn't look at that much as you just seem to. And then we finished talking about it. He's like, I really like that movie. It was a great movie. And now every time we talk to him, he's like, yeah, I was thinking about that movie. It's really good. Okay, so I thought of when I was listening to that episode. Okay. You actually listened. I did. Wow. Um, I thought of a movie that I really liked that reminded me kind of tangentially, tangentially to your next, um, Ready or Not. Oh, that's a great one. That one's fun. I know. You've seen it, right? I have. I have seen it, too. Made yeah. by the directors of Scream. Uh, there you go. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. That's, that's why yeah, you're a big Scream fan, too, right? Love. It's uh, my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, him, mm-hmm. yeah okay. That's yes. right. Big Scream. And I'm trying to just, just for your, your favorite, uh, it's Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And, well, you tell me. I, I, those are Scream and Friday the 13th are the two I remember. Uh, you know well, Slashers are my wheelhouse. We so. should do... 
definitely do ready or not like this one one time but yeah. the next thing we should do is do one of those ones that we talk about where we do just break down a franchise because the problem with doing them with you is that you've seen the scream movies you've seen the evil dead movies mm-hmm. you've seen enough stephen king movies and now i'm out of franchises you know enough about to talk about yeah but with you here you can do halloween you could do friday the 13th you could do you can pick one and we could just do scream again honestly with a different perspective uh that'll be great i don't think it would be different <laughs> oh, <laughs> <it's>, silly thing <laughs> You heard the Scream Week podcast. I did. It is me trying to talk about Scream and him just being like, which one was the one with the thing and the guy? And yeah, he has no idea. And yeah. there's some very weird talk about nothing that makes any sense about AI. And Yes. Yeah. Everyone I, has told me to never, have you noticed, I have never brought up the AI again. Which was great advice because I don't know what the hell you were oh. talking about. No one does. Well, it knows and it feels neglected. The next morning. A you problem. I will, when it went up. The next morning, I woke up to Kitty what, messaging my me. Wife, my wife messaged you. She the first, never, oh, this is fantastic. She never sends me texts ever. No. And Why would she? What did she have to say to you? Exactly. Well, one well, time she was like, please come and get him out of the house. <laughs> like, he needs to go outside and he won't. He's just sitting around, like, take him to a movie. Touch and I was like, all right. I remember that day we saw Captain Marvel. I called him and I was like, hey, Pete, you want to go see Captain Marvel? And he's like, I don't know if I can. I got a lot of stuff to do around the house. And I was like, all right, Pete, I was going to level with you. Like, <laughs> the reason, like, everything's done. Go. The, the reason I'm calling you is your wife told me that I have to I have to take you out of the house because you haven't left the house in a while. And he was like, he's like oh, I guess I'll go then. It's been 84 years. <laughs> it's basically that. That was right. He was depressed at the time. It's comfy down here and Depression. safe. Was there more to the song? I got all excited no, for a it. minute. Like a schoolhouse rocks. The last time she had texted me was September 30th, 2022. And then on March 9th, 2023, she texted me, Pete needs to stop referring to AI child. It's that it, it's not funny. That's the first text really I got not. from her in months. But I love that you just ignored it every time. I, I had no That's how I have to deal with it. I know. Well, oh, man, like that child. was a long... Just, well, no, just ignore the, the behavior. Of I, stuff. No, because I just know I know how his brain works. It works the same as mine. And if you engage at all, he's going to try to find a way to make it either funny or less funny. One hundred percent. And I'm like, just say nothing, and he just like. We'll drop this, a bit. This is that gang up thing that uh, I talk about whenever I anyone else comes on the. Sorry. See, it's, does it. it's a very natural thing. In, in, do a it minute, to yourself. <laughs> in a minute, we might have three people ganging up on. Yes, we're again. It's about that time for maybe our four N correspondent to call. You need a theme song. Oh, oh yeah, he should. He, well, he likes to do work for the podcast. See, the thing is, don't tell him this, but he does more work and puts more effort into this podcast than we ever have. There it is. Secrets, though. All right, let's see if I've actually connected them. Now you can verify that that was not fake. That happened for real. It really did. Ken. Are you there? His timing is impeccable. Why, hello there. Yep. That's your, your that's your intro music. We were just talking about having an intro music, and it's someone speaking in Mandarin. There I forgot. Go. What are they saying there, Ken? You got it. Oh, they're saying foreign correspondent. Oh, <laughs> see, I told you he does more work. He's already on top I of it. I told you don't say things on the microphone to him. Ken, you're getting your own podcast. <laughs> We're, oh sweet! Yeah, we're sweet. gonna have to branch time. out. You're gonna I review. Had, had the, you're gonna review foreign uh, movies that just come out in America. Can, can we turn Ken up a little bit in my headphone if we can? Sorry, Ken. Technical difficulties here. Speak. No sir. worries. Oh, you're so loud. No worries. I love it. Well, I do have a. It's, it's kind of a throwback movie, but it is a foreign movie. Do, um, do you want us to introduce you it, to our guest, Ken? <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Hello. 
You're on, the, you're on the line with Pete and Brian and Martha. Martha. Hi, Martha. Hi, Ken. I've heard of you. I've heard of I've you. I've heard of you for many podcasts. Oh, because I keep canceling. Yeah, we got at least yeah. three more in the can to make that joke. <laughs> I loved it. How, how, how is Deadstream? I, I, I saw the poster and I thought, nah, I don't think I'm going to watch that one. Actually, I don't think I'll find it. <laughs> it, it. It's a found footage that I enjoyed, and I don't like found footage. It, it doesn't feel oh, like really? a found footage, and it's it's very, very funny. That seems oh, really? to be our consensus. End of review. That's it. The end. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Now I'm interested now. Never mind. <laughs> All never, right. Never judge the, uh, the the film by the poster. It's an old saying. Uh, From way back Yeah. Home. Yeah, no, I, I made it up just now, but yeah. <laughs> so what's new overseas? Well, let me tell you, we got this uh, great foreign film. Uh, there's, uh, I can, there's an echo, actually. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but it has this Canadian actor, you guys probably know, uh, Jean Candy. Uh, Jean Candy, he's a, a French-Canadian. All right, I, I got um, you. Yeah. And uh, it's actually, it's kind of a dark movie. There's, it's like a dark comedy Um I can. I'll, I'll just kind of parallel it with another movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Henry Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Have you guys seen that? Yes, I have not. With no. what, Michael Rook, no. Michael Rooker, Pete. I think you saw it with me. And <laughs> okay, maybe I did. And we like bark, I think we Wait, killed a cat afterwards or something. Did we? Uh, is that what we <laughs> ate too? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but but if you ever saw Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, this is like a microcosm of like one of their days. Like so, Henry of a Serial. Portrait of a Serial Killer. It's uh, two serial killers, Can- Otis Toole and Henry Lee Lucas, and they go around the country killing people with uh, Henry's, uh, you know, teenage bride. Uh, what's her face? I think her name is what's her face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Becky familiar. Becky Powell. Becky pa- Becky Powell. And uh, and so, anyways, uh, this movie though has John Candy in it, which is really weird because oh, it's right. kind of like John Candy. I'm back. John Candy. <laughs> and uh, he's a he's a musician. He's a musician in this one, and he's a small bit part. But it's like is this home really kind of dark. <laughs> yes, it's about two pedophiles. It's about two pedophiles trying to get to the, their Becky Powell, and the boy is very very smart. How did you get that to the I have a lot written about this. I apologize. <laughs> Well, like I said, John Candy. <laughs> well, that's been our foreign correspondent. Thanks for calling in this week. <laughs> My favorite thing about his bits is that they're never whore. No. Wait, oh wait, you hear the one where he's hey. on, and like he's just like, "Hey, there's an '80s movie with Tom Hanks in it," and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> well, well, listen, listen, no, listen, listen, listen. We mean the Cube, but that's what he did. Uh, oh, the Cube. Hey, the bell, <laughs> if I might. Yeah, it's your show. I listen to. I listened. I listened to your last podcast. I heard the resentment in your voice when you said, "Oh, it's not a foreign one. This is scare value or something." I was just like, "Well, you know what? You know what? Today I will look up a movie that is a horror movie, and uh, for for the game. So I got a horror movie for the game. But uh, but anyways, uh, that's yes. It is called Home Home Alone. It's called Home Alone. All right. So the first and, point to Brian. <laughs> for yeah, those keeping score at home. He got really mad yeah. that I guessed it too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest, I had no idea what was going on. 
Well, this, that's that's kind of <laughs> we we wait to figure out where we are. That's the fun. Well, that's what we. I, I like these reviews. <laughs> Last week he jumped on and he started yelling about midgets, and we realized he was talking about Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, it was it was a little deeper than that. I don't think I was just yelling angrily about midgets. No, it wasn't uh, angry. It was all respectful. Like I looked at Pete and I was like, I guess we're just going with it. And then he goes, uh, he's like, no, it's like a, a short, it's like a short. And I was like, oh, he's getting off that. He was like a short midget. And I was like, oh man, you're good. I think they like to be. Called oh, he's a, a little small people. person. I I there corrected. Yeah, it's a little person, a small person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna measure his height in red ants. Uh, somehow figure that out and then figure out if he was actually taller than a, a midget, a, a, a little person. Uh, and then just show how big he really is because I felt bad afterwards. I don't like to slam people. You know? I think no, that's not no. my thing. Tom, Tom Cruise is yeah. slammable. Yeah. Not in a sexual way. It felt that when no, I said it. When I, no. Oh, I think he's, I think he's bald. I, that's not you know he's older than Wilford Brimley and Cocoon? <laughs> I think Slammable. I'm older. Slammable. I love that. I've never heard that one. It's a new slang. Slammable. Mm-hmm. All so the, WWE. All the kids are doing it. Slamming. <laughs> slammable. Can you say it about women? She's slammable? Absolutely not. That's... <laughs> oh, no, you can't. I didn't think you could. It didn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're really pissed at her, like you don't like her. Oh, <laughs> like, oh she's. She's flammable, man. As always, the Scare Valley podcast doesn't fully endorse everything that its guests have to say. And I'm talking about Martha. No, I mean, like, you would slam who the brought door. This, who no, brought no. this rhetoric into our lives? I really, I, it was her. It was her new friend I, over there. I, I, okay, I said. Tom Cruise has a punchable face. I can't. There, that's bottom line. We heard what Did you said. You that said about, that Tom Cruise uh, is my slam pig. That's what you said. <laughs> Could we say Mariah Carey has the punchable face? I mean, could we? Wait, what happened to Slammable? I'm very lost now. Now we're just punching people. If we're going to use Slammable in a negative way. Could it be in a positive way? That's what I'm saying. She she was saying he's not Slammable in the the good way. Yeah. There's Slammable in a good way. Like a body slam. Yeah. Okay. Not like wrestling. Adult (laughs) wrestling. Adult wrestling. Adult, adult wrestling. Wrestling. Not for like, my Google like search. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask Siri about this. We'll find out. She has all the answers. <laughs> so, have you have you seen any movies lately? I finished. Uh, I finished uh, my my uh, my uh, Messiah of Evil. Oh, fantastic! Have you ever seen yeah, that one, Martha? No. I don't. Nobody's heard me. of it. It's a movie that everyone just finds eventually okay it's from 1973 it just turned 50 and i went my entire life without ever knowing about this movie until a few years ago i stumbled upon it by accident went online and found everyone else in the world talking about it had just accidentally stumbled upon it the last few years <laughs> and it's fantastic all right well, it I'll is just on wait. the chinese interwebs as well wow it is i know which says a lot actually because it's from 1973 i don't believe it has a copyright so it could be probably anywhere at this point I think that they're I one of the ones I know that forgot why to do that. nobody's heard of it though. Yeah. I, I, Is it because it had a different I name? Out, I figured out the flaw though. Like, uh, do you want me to start with the, the good or, or what I liked or what I didn't like about it? Uh, start with the flaws. Was, all right. These are the things I didn't like because I got to say this: two two narrators at the same time is like the biggest no-no I've ever I've ever come across. Okay, before you go in on, any movie, is it a bigger no-no than a narrator who is not the main character? And for no, 
Silver bullet. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. We're not talking about Stephen King on cocaine, are we? Yeah, we are. He, he gave us a narrator who's not the main character and then put okay. the character in every same situation the main character was in, so I never figured out why it wasn't Hold just on. the main character. One question. One question. Yeah. Is is the narrator um the um Mil- Wilton Wilton uh Wilford Brimley or um who's the guy who does the penguins? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Yeah, it was Morgan if Freeman doing one, the voice of a teenage totally girl. Totally okay. <laughs> if it's if it's one of the two, I find it totally acceptable okay. and encouraged. Um, go ahead. Your, your negatives. <laughs> All right. Anyways, anyways, um, no, I, I actually really like the movie. To be honest, so I'm going to give it like I give it a three point five out of five. But okay. the reason. I'll tell you what I didn't like, and it was all about the narrator. This is what drove me crazy. So. <laughs> They got the, this is the worst part about the narration. Okay, they have the girl who has to narrate because she's alone, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, but here's the thing. That father's voice is so grating and it's so, it's so, he's so punchable. That that voice, you just, you you just really want to strangle him. He's a slammable character. You want to strangle him. He's like, he's got that, he's like Thurston Howell the third. To be fair, he gets lit on fire. And he found out that Mrs. Howell is banging Gilligan. I love the end. I love when he punches. I love when he shows up at the end. I love that scene. I love it. But I hate that I got to hear his voice for an hour and a half before I see him. And he's got the, he talks like Thurston Howell the third the whole time. Like he's like a little pissed off. He's pissed in his Cheerios. I know. I know. So uh, I found that. And this is what, and this is my serious take on it is that that narration that not, not just him, but also the narration of the girl they should have put that group of people together and have some sort of bond. And they could have been reading from that journal instead of hearing the father's voice reading from the journal. And they could have just taken turns like reading through that journal through that. I think that was just my take on it. Because sure. I, felt, I felt like those, those, those characters were not bonded or likable, like you said, in the Friday the 13th 2 movie. Mm-hmm. Which, I ca- you know what I'm saying? Yes. The most likable characters of all time, and I cry every time that they die. <laughs> um, the thing I, about yeah. Messiah of Evil is, I'm pretty sure they were on acid when they wrote it. <laughs> like, there's no other way for me I to thought come it was to good. Oh, I thought it was too, I, and it's gorgeous. I thought Tom was a very good actor, but he had a he had a bad. He wasn't really. He was. He should have been more of a cad than just a rich. Right. Douchebag. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think they were like, playing a very. Chicks hanging out. I think they were playing a very specific valley type of the 70s, though. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, what, what the hell? What the hell do I know? No, that's a good review. Well, like that's that's the foreign film review. Yeah, so that's what we that's, got. We got the foreign review, correspondence it, review. It's an interesting movie that, as we talked about last week, feels like it came out five years after Night, Night of the Living Dead and five years before Dawn of the Dead. And despite the fact that it's not really a zombie movie and it's not a Romero movie, it feels exactly in the time between those two movies. The feel of it, and it's 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 avant garde in a way. It's got some gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's a great cinematography. It's a great B movie. Yes. I think it's a great B movie. It's a great B movie. It's like a three five. That's why it's not like What's Seinfeld it's just in it? Missing a, what's that? <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Was Seinfeld in it? I can't believe I didn't get that one. <laughs> Bring it back around. I didn't get it. It's, <laughs> he, he was in a B movie. He was the voice for the animated D. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had children. That. I watch a lot of these things. <laughs> that's a weird uh, I, I believe the girl fell in love with yeah. the bee, if I remember this <laughs> movie correctly. Yes. All right, Martha, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh, I have questions. Uh, no, zero okay. answers. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I was just mentally trying to figure out if it's better. Expectations that should be as Seinfeld. low as possible. Oh, sorry, Ken. I'm just saying expectations should be as low as possible. <laughs> it was. It was the debate, like B, the B Seinfeld dating a human or the human Seinfeld dating a minor. I didn't know which is the better scenario. <laughs> Like which version do I uh, want? The first. Like, so, I'll like, go with the first. I'll go with the first. One. All right, yeah. it's unanimous. <laughs> totally slammable. <laughs> B Seinfeld. Oh, what, what, what was the question? I don't know. If there was a question. Um, oh. Basically, don't date minors. Yes. There you go. Oh, people that people that go into the rocks and dig yeah. out gold and stuff. Yeah, I agree. They're, <laughs> they're filthy. <laughs> they're so they're filthy. Long. It never comes out from underneath their fingernails. Yes. You don't want that near parts of you. Yeah. Merman, Dad. Merman. You got a game for us today, Ken? <laughs> uh, I do have a game. Uh, yes. And I, I, since you guys got three people, you guys can control the board. Uh, whoever gets, whoever gets the right answer, can control the board like in Jeopardy. Uh, That'll be well, great. Well, you've got to, you've got to explain to any new listeners and to Martha the rules of the game. And Mostly probably, to Martha, and probably yeah. to me. And I know I probably need the rules again too. So okay. All right, the, the rules are easy. Okay, so what I did was I just checked out some movies online. I got the Chinese names. Um, I put them into English, and uh, for, and then you guys try to guess the actual English titles. Okay. So I'm giving you d- direct translations from Chinese, and and then you guys got to guess which movie it is. I can give you hints, obviously. I'll give you uh, some the, categories. The game is legitimately impossible without hints. <laughs> I'll just throw right, that well, out there. It's, it's I, not easy. I will argue. That's why you can throw get hints. Out, yep, throw out the name. Let us take well, a ponder at Without it. having done any of this work, let me just give you an example. He's going to say, uh, hot dog woman and child. And then you're going to be like, what is it? And he'll be like, what is it? It's like, it's a comedy from the, the 70s. The like, what are you talking about? And then it'll end up being something that, that kind of vaguely makes sense in the end. Is it any genre? Or is it I, I can give... Well, do you like Christian Slater? Because oh I have a lot God. of his movies. <laughs> we did all the Christian Slater I, I am in the mood to watch a Christian Slater movie. Like, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> he should be. He should be. Everybody should be. Uh, there's th- well, we do have those movies. Uh, there's also science. I have a, one science fiction. Why don't you just give us uh, nothing, and then we'll you know narrow it down okay. from the title. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Evil's Messiah. No, I'm just kidding. That that is actually the <laughs> that is actually that. Is that Messiah of uh, Evil? Yes, that's it. I know Mandarin. Pete got one. <laughs> you're Pete. Good. Very good, Pete. One for Pete. Uh, uh, all right, no, it's it's really gonna start now. That that was just okay. Uh, the middle of the night, the ghost is on the bed. That's the title. Yep. The middle of the night, the that's- ghost is on the bed. Okay, uh, midnight ghost on bed. How's midnight that? ghost on bed. Yes, that makes more sense. A midnight ghost exorcist. Yeah, middle of the night ghost. Oh. Not not like midnight, like twelve. All right, not midnight. Uh, all right, but like dark of night ghost on bed. I what poster has a a demon on a bed? I'm gonna go with like Insidious. We're just going literal with the. That's posters. my. Guess. There's no rules. There's no rules. If just, you guys want hints, yeah. you want hints. There's oh. no, definitely no rules. I wouldn't think too much. I would go with your gut. And you can ask questions. You could call a friend. You could do whatever you want. All right. Anyone else got a guess? I no. just said exorcist. Okay, so he didn't say yes to insidious or exorcist. So, uh, a genre? It's not insidious. It's not. Uh, genre is horror, because the bells um, suggested <laughs> so, uh, without saying so, which I appreciate. 
I'm professional. <laughs> I am wearing this shirt right now, which I know you can't see me, but that should say something. I just found out I can't see you on these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So it's a horror. <laughs> that doesn't help me. A horror on a t-shirt. Is it Halloween? Yeah. It is not Halloween. Oh, yeah, no, the bell is the bell. You got to wait for others to answer. I that. never took my first dick. <laughs> he, he I thought you said Halloween. Okay, I'll have to get the first. Did. Okay, all right. Now you give us the next round of clues. Yeah, uh, uh, okay. Let's narrow it some more. Give us something. Eighties, eighties uh, series. Ooh, okay. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yes, Jinx. Oh, that's a tie. That's a tie. All right, now no? hit on the okay. bed. What? All right. Mid- oh, oh, it Nightmare. makes sense. Is it, yep. They always make yeah. just enough sense when you find out what they are. Yep. Okay. Man, I'm done. Now Martha controls the board. Okay, Martha, you, we you don't have can a pick from... You can, I'll give you some genres to pick from. Disaster films. Uh, I have another, a, another horror. Uh, two horrors. I have Home Alone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just threw the answer. <laughs> and I have sci-fi. And I have a lot of Christian Slater films. Okay. <laughs> Let's go horror again. Horror again. Okay. This one is called it's uh, gonna Dead midnight. People. It's going to be Midnight Ghost on Bed 2. <laughs> <laughs> midnight Ghost Deuce. Revenge. This is, this is literally dead, dead people are in intense conflict. <laughs> <laughs> dead people are in intense conflict. Yes, or you could say war if you want, or you could say... Um, My guess was going to be World War Z. That's a good... Oh, that's a good one. No, no. sorry. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm, that's I'm, a good one. I'm glad it was a good they one. They should have used it. Not good it enough, was a good one. but that's, a good that's, one. That's, that's, I'm going to say Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Um, Not a good one. That's Shit. On, that's, nope. You're I both on the right track. Shame on you. You're both on the right track. You, you feel bad. Think about what you said. <laughs> I feel really bad. Martha, do better than him. Dead people are intense conflict. Zombie something. Okay. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead? Uh, No, it's not any of the of the Romero movies. Uh. Well, thanks for they're all in the right. You're all in the right genre. You're all in the right genre. I Uh, hope so. With dead people in the title. And uh, this title does not describe the film very well that's your other hint mm. <laughs> okay i'll get you you want a Thanks. real hint uh martha did you listen to uh any of these podcasts? i know what it is yeah oh you did okay did, you didn't hear the new latest one did you no we don't know which one that is the last <laughs> one that went out was the stephen king one not the one we recorded last week it is it's the, it's the stephen king one well brian has made a bold claim to knowing it already no, no i don't he, oh. he confused me Ooh, he swerved him. He's lost now. The yeah. confidence has left his eyes. Martha, right, deep I'll, in I'll, thought. I'll, I got All right, here we go. Nothing. Be, fa- be yeah. fast. Be fast. You're going to get it. Somebody's going to get it this round. Okay. Uh, in- England. England. Slow down, everybody. Don't don't reach for that buzzer right away. <laughs> like, I was like, come on. Come on. We're all staring at each other. There's only two choices here. There's only two There's choices only- here. Stephen King in England. Werewolf in London. I didn't say Stephen King. I didn't say Stephen King. I heard the I word Stephen King. King podcast. My oh, two Stephen people. Podcast. Twenty-eight days later. Uh, that was the one wrong answer, but good try. <laughs> Boy, 
Well, he's kind of like pissy with me. You've got a lot of wrong answers <laughs> no, today. No, 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 buddy. I'm not. I'm Pete not. Gets a, that Pete was, gets a that good was, one that was no closer than the one I got wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, that Mine was, very was good. spot on. That was, so close. That, I got a. No, yours was better, but his was closer. Uh, Brian's was closer. Oh. I was going to say Shaun of the Dead. It's England. And you're right. That's good. Because Martha is the queen. Martha's killing us. Martha's the queen. You're, right. you're slamming it, Martha. <laughs> I for, I really like that movie. I feel like I've talked about that on oh, this podcast right. before. You did. About, we uh, talked about it on the Stephen King podcast. And, yeah. Do you know what other zombie movie it. came up in relation to Shaun of the Dead? 28 Days Later. <laughs> so you're I, I know. That's so I picked why I the said wrong one, of, one the of the two. I know. That's what I said. Martha, I just aside, don't. Ken, Ken, go talk to Brian. This is why we don't tell him. No, no, it's fine. It's just the... I, I kind of was on the wavelength of what you were saying, and then I picked the wrong one. No, Martha, this I is why... I know, that's what I said. There's one of two good why, answers here, but one of them is right. We don't tell Ken that he's doing a good job or talk about it on air, because he does so much more work than we ever do. <laughs> so don't let him know yep. that. Okay. But I don't, I don't talk to people all week, so I'm practicing my English. <laughs> did, you, did you hear so. all of that? <laughs> <laughs> I did hear it. Oh boy! All right. Oh, so Martha shit. controls the board. I just want to say that maybe bringing someone on the new whore was bad for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I bad for our self-esteem. Idea. I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel no different. I, I <laughs> my status in this podcast has not changed. I know, but now I feel like I, a Pete. <laughs> Am I getting kicked out? No, no, no! It's your podcast. I, I think I'm low man on the totem pole. This you might, sad. No. you might get your I own spinoff you podcast too. So next week, next week, join Martha and Ken for the podcast. <laughs> we got yeah. squeezed out yeah. quickly. Change of host. When 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 you are over at Pete's <laughs> Apparently, every Wednesday at ten, come to my basement. All the cool kids are doing it. Pete right. will be serving food because whatever got whatever else to Pete do. makes. Yeah, that's right. Whatever Pete makes messes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, is there another one coming? Is Martha still in control of the board? Well, I guess we could play. Um, you guys could play for second and third place because uh, we. I mean, if you want more, I have more. Uh, there's always that, or I could tell you something different. But anyways, let's play one more. <laughs> do you want to play for second place, or do you guys want to play for? Do you guys want to go first to three? Well, why don't you go ahead and tell us something different then, if you have other stuff. Oh, hold on. Let's play for let's play for a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It seems like you have an answer you want us to give. <laughs> so let's go with that one. Martha, still in control, or are you going to give it I to do, us? I do, and you said 28 Days Later. It was obviously Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> All I knew was zombies in conflict in England. Mine fit that definition correctly as well. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay, here we go. Oh, now my I God. I haven't been choice. recording. It, and I'm what? Oh <laughs> 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 Everyone in this room except for Brian was terrified. Do you want multiple choice? Yes, let's do multiple choice. Multiple choice. We need help uh, over here. Okay. <laughs> he asked us a question about a podcast you weren't there for, <laughs> and you got it right. <laughs> Okay, I'll let you guys have this one. <laughs> oh, thank you. Make it as well, easy as possible. Okay, this one is uh, people who jump into volcanoes. Dante's Peak, Joe versus the volcano, or volcano. Joe versus was my initial thought. Yeah, before the moment. Pete got it. Yeah, Brian Pete had, Brian had the same thought. 
I haven't voted off the island. People, well, or <laughs> into the volcano. This is how you change hosts. It's just a multiple choice question. Usually it lasts a little bit longer. Martha, what should we do Starting next, this in Martha? March. I, I can talk about other things, Martha. What would you like to talk about? Ken, let's talk about other things. Okay, Martha, I have a great idea. Now, last week, uh, Brian uh, said something about getting a five, five N correspondent. Not, I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it that well, but eventually <laughs> I got there. I had a perfect joke lined up that we were going to get a, was, a second correspondent, and I said I was going to say we're going to call him a five N correspondent, not a four N, because I'm a friggin' idiot. I said the four five correspondent. <laughs> What were you going to say? I was going to say the 5N correspondent. It was a brilliant joke to end a podcast on, and then I botched it. And we've uh, been recording ever since. I was thinking we could get Kitty to be the 3M correspondent because she works in an office. The 3M? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're just going to get his... We're just going to get his... Uh, I, I I approve. I, I want this to happen now. I will let her know the news can. He's just going to try his comedy routine on her. <laughs> doing office supplies this week. <laughs> she could tell us about corporate, you know, yep. corporate. Corporate's take on horror films <laughs> yeah, and the genre. Corporate. Every corporate day. kitty. Yeah, What's corporate kitty. Corporate kitty. Corporate kitty, corporate the 3M kitty. correspondent. <laughs> and every day. 3N. 3M, yeah. So we go 3M, 4N, and then, of course, 5O, which would be our police. Do you know anybody in the police? No, but I have a scanner have a app on like, Oh, you got a scanner app there on your phone. Yeah. That's perfect. That's you, then, I guess. <laughs> Can we just tie that into the fight? We'll get updates. We don't need a police officer. We need someone from Hawaii. <laughs> that would work too. I'm still at a loss. Oh, I don't know anyone from Hawaii either. I, I'm no closer. I have a last. I have a last one. All I'm right. sorry. I keep interrupting. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a couple other ideas. Uh, the last one here is our six P correspondent. Now, it, now a three P here is a is a is a is a threesome in Chinese. They just called a three P or a sun P. But here, so a six P would be like an orgy. So I don't think, I'm just saying, I'm just going by the logical, you know, M N O P like this. We know the alphabet. Got it. Okay. Okay. Anyways, anyways, that's, that, that's my one idea. I like. Oh, and I know 3D. why I like it too. Oh yeah. You were hot and bothered on the phone earlier. Why do you like it too? Because it gives uh, you time Martha, to do your taxes, Martha, you see- to go do your grocery shopping. <laughs> I don't get the reference. It's a long, it's a long movie where nothing happens for a long period of time. I did oh, okay, see it. Right. Did you? Did you like it or not like I, it or in between? I enjoyed it. Me too. I had fun. Me too, Martha. Mm-hmm. Me too, Martha, Queen of the uh, your, trivia. Your guys' show is going to be much more positive than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll say do, I'll say why I liked it. Okay. I, I like the first one more. I'll, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- and this is this is kind of referring to Pete and Stabel shitting all over the second one. And I'll <laughs> I'll tell you that I didn't I didn't love the second one. But what I what I you got to consider the source material and how shitty the second half of that book was. The fact that I dropped it down not because I was crying in fear and my mother said, I'm not going to give you 10 more cents to that goddamn library to watch you cry on your bed. <laughs> not because of this that. Got, this got way too specific. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's we know why, why, we know why you didn't like the second half as much. We, you've the always said that it all goes downhill after the teenage gangbang. Uh, y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
are you are you the six P course? <laughs> I need to get back on the show somehow. <laughs> You're back. You're back and better than ever. <laughs> I think uh, that, that no, but they didn't screw up. They, I think they the, made the ending oh, better than. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go I, ahead, I think that couple at the uh, Pope's Exorcist wanted to have a three P with you. Oh well, you haven't I heard that story yet. Probably, no. I get oh, sleepy after it, a three P. Nobody's having a three P with you. You know, exorcist movies, they say things like, come on, priest, like, jump on me and, like, slam me or whatever. Yeah. You know, they're like, you're so slammable, priest, or, you know, but they say it, like, real dirty. And then I, I'm watching. Try, try to say he's slammable, not dirty. Yeah, but, like, real gross, you know, like, real gross. Like, but they, they use, like, the F words and stuff. They do. And, uh, yeah, they do. And, and it's gross because their head's spinning around and they got, like, all these, like, marks on their face they're like gross and they're like you know it's like looking at like a real non-slammable person and then they want you to do them okay. and then so anyways this is accurate I'm watching, I'm, you. I'm watching the pope's exorcist and these two they weren't very attractive but that's not important yes okay. it is and they were they were like older than me by like 10 years and i think they were cheating on their spouses and they were making out during the, those parts of the movie they're like totally on each other and I could hear them talking and it was like just gross man anyway yeah. that's the story All right. <laughs> well, why are we talking about that? I don't know I, like partly through there I'm like wait what was the beginning of this uh, we were talking about it too oh yeah it too. he was yelling at us for not liking it chapter 2 yeah I, then, I was going to ask you if you want to go get lunch or something we're not needed <laughs> it was like what I thought in the middle of a chapter 2 <laughs> This was my okay, own, this was my own personal extended sequence where I'm just trapped in a horrific thing. <laughs> with somebody tries to tell me what like, chapter two was good. Hold on, oh, let me just cut to the chase here. They did they didn't screw up the spider part. The spider was so horrible in the book. Um, well, the movie too, the miniseries. It was such a dumb thing to have in the book and in the miniseries. They actually made the spider part palatable and like the the only long part was in that stupid house. I agree, it was a little long in that house. I agree. But you didn't like, think other it was than that, going a little too long when the Paul Bunyan statue comes alive and starts chasing him. I I thought that was funny. It, <laughs> it's I not a comedy. Funny. Okay, so I, yeah, I no, agree. I thought I thought it was kind of stupid, kind of stupid. But, I think it's stupid. But, but, but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you finish. No, I, I, I think it's stupid, stupid. And it made me laugh too, which made me enjoy it more. There's something in yeah. my brain when. I can just laugh at ridiculous wow. shit in a horror movie, then I like it more. I don't care if it's dumb. It, okay. It's like Renfield, Pete. You saw Renfield. I haven't seen Renfield. Oh, I need like, to see I, that. I was this close to watching it this weekend. No, you weren't. I was. Do you do you agree, Ken, <laughs> with the, nothing instead. that the children actors in the second movie completely outact the adult actors? I do agree. Mm -hmm. I think their parts were just way better. Yes. I think everything was just way more interesting. And there were good actors in the, in the second part, but I totally agree with that. I, I think the first one was a really good, a really, really good, you know, movie in general. So, I, so I can't say the second one was better, but I just got to say the second one saved itself from the source material. That's all. So that's why I like that. Right, we'll send that along okay to Stephen with. King and he'll be happy to hear it. Well, you know, I don't know. You know, if he'll get it, he's got to get out to the mailbox. Not easy, but, you know. Yeah, he's got to watch out for those vans. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to say that. Dark, <laughs> dark material. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> That's dark material. Uh, what are we talking about again? <laughs> it's, your it's you and Martha's show. 
<laughs> well, weren't you going to ask me questions? I got one more thing. Go for it. What's uh, your thing? I got a couple more. Oh, boy. Another thing <laughs> is something. Let me tell you, Martha. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Uh, <laughs> it's not about Messiah of Evil. I had one more thing. Oh, it's about Dr. Sleep. I did like that one. Oh. Oh, boy, I messed it all up. Oh, what was I going to say? Something about the, oh, the Shining. The Shining. You we're, guys were talking about The Shining it. last time. Yes, and I think Brian was talking about it being definitely Stephen King's best movie. No, nope, his most famous adaptation. Okay, but I would say I would say his best. Yeah, the Dark Vulture. Also, yeah. But, uh, oh... Uh, oh, oh, that's the thing. When they remade that into a miniseries, they, dude, how could you get fooled when you saw it with the guy from Wings? He was on that TV show Wings at the time. <laughs> and he gonna was going to replace Jack Nicholson? Are you kidding me? I will you not have. I bet, you were, I bet Pete was strutting around his house like, oh, they finally did it right. You bunch of... <laughs> he did strut around his house. That was there. I'm not going to... It yeah, was 1997 I, I, I and I was did. at his house. <laughs> I, but I will not have Brian from Wings slander on this podcast. Steven Weber is, is no. a national he, treasure. He's, he's fine on wings, but that's where you stay. Um, you he's stay incredible off, on wings. He's fine head. in The Shining. <laughs> he's not fine. There's no way he's fine. You can't be fine. You got to be crazy in The Shining. You got to be a psychopath. You got to make somebody want to kill themselves by the end of the movie, and it's actually just the movie. And that's what Jack Nicholson did. I'll bet Brian from Wings didn't make anybody want to kill themselves. It sounds like he made you I'll want bet, to kill yourself. Liked him, he got Very donut. It sounds like I'm he made you want to kill yourself, Ken. <laughs> well, I just, I, I, I think uh, Kubrick, Kubrick's uh, that's probably his best movie. But I will give uh, Clockwork Orange uh, uh, maybe, maybe a, a I think Pete and I first agree place B. That Doctor Strangelove yeah. is his best movie. That is a great movie. I mean, I can't, I can't really disagree with that. I but mean, it's I, so fun. It's so fun. It's so funny. It's I think he's got like five funny. masterpieces. So it's not. It's just picking which one you like best. I definitely got three. I didn't. I can't get through two thousand and one. Oh, I love two thousand one: uh, A Space Odyssey. I love it. I watch it too late. It's too goddamn slow. That freaking thing turning around and turning around. And that music. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So but, he's described you know. the first 20 minutes, to be fair. <laughs> Did you ever watch it? <laughs> I know. I know man. I'm not disagreeing with him. I never made it past the... I've never seen it because I don't make it past those goddamn monkeys. That's, <laughs> they just hang out on a planet for half the movie. That's the best part of the whole movie, Pete. Is it? It's not the, the, the ending's the best part of the whole movie. But, <laughs> but nobody else would know that at this table except for me. <laughs> and he's back. Okay. <laughs> All right. I need to leave now. I forgot the power dynamic. <laughs> Sit down, Pete. Yeah, clockwork Orange, I, I got fantastic. to where the guy gets to the moon. Yeah, I got to where the guy gets to the moon. Yeah, that's, and you're, you're still in the first act. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I feel it. Hey. Well, so what's the fifth one? What's the fifth one? That's got to be one of the top five. I would. Say. Let me think here. Clockwork, I don't know five Kubrick movies. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, this, Shining. Two thousand one: A Space yep. Odyssey. Doctor yep. Strange. Love. Eyes wide shut. Oh. I, I, that is a great movie, but I wouldn't put it up with those Never other ones. Never seen it. You know, Full Metal Full Metal Jacket. Slammable Tom Cruise. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket is the other one. <laughs> that is a great movie. Yeah. That is a great movie. That is a, that is a masterpiece. You're right. That's one of the best war movies yes. ever. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's like two yeah. separate movies yeah. though, right? And they're both great. Okay, and it's got Matthew yeah, there's like two separate movies in a way. You get them in training, and then you get them at war, and it, both both halves are great. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. Those would yeah. be the five I would pick. 
Cooper Corner. That's all I got. That was Cooper Corner. <laughs> all right. And that's everything. We've worn them down. All that right. was a lot of stuff, Ken. <laughs> that was. But we saved a lot of Christian Slater for the next time you call. So, Well, yeah, maybe. I, it's you and Martha's choice now. That's true. Can I'm we thinking, be guests I'm on the podcast? Again, uh, maybe. I'm thinking again, <laughs> uh, a who is Cletus Tout soundbite for the... Oh, boy. Who is Cletus Tout? I don't know if I ever told you, Martha. It's a movie with Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. And I think Tim the Toolman Taylor was in it. Okay. And it was oh, oh. terrible. Yeah. It, <laughs> Exactly. Portia but, de Rossi's in it. Portia de Rossi is in it. Really? Not it's, the first time. It's from Arrested Development. I watched it with Ken, Ken and then we walked away just empty inside. Wonderful. So, check it out. I so, can't wait. Just, just to recap, you made it through Who is Cletus Tout, but you've never made it off the moon in 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete was there. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know. You know. It was more palatable. We're, we're buddies. We, we kept, you know, we found things to keep busy with. Well, your reservation at, at the diner wasn't until uh, two hours later. She so had to do something. We had to stay awake. Yeah, we just kept by one. We were making out in the back with. Uh, I think I was know. sitting next to you, and I was like, "These guys are like ten years older than me, and they're not that attractive." It's not that important to the story. <laughs> but they wanted to have a three P with me, and I said yes. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up. We, we have to hang on the line. We're just going to wrap up the podcast. Stay on the line. All right. All right. Go to com. the Scare Value podcast, the Scare Value Twitter, Facebook. You got anything to plug, Martha? Uh, no. Yep. No. Oh, yes, I do. Martha has stuff. I do. I have a store. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Lay it <laughs> so on us. There's, there's my plug. Uh, starsandpavement.com. You can find it at Stars and Pavement on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we do local to Buffalo stuff because that's where we are, and some horror things, plus girly shit, jewelry, purses, stuff. It's a fun little boutique. Okay, so I, I have stuff from there. I believe Kitty has bought things. Yeah, So I think so. And other, is that the, I have a Jean Ralphio, Jean Ralphio sticker from yeah. Parks and Recreation, yes, yes yeah, shouting the worst. Pop culture references. Yeah. Ken, I've never asked you before, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, I know. You guys are like, I think he's on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. I never yeah, brought it up just, since was we tried right? to do it for you. <laughs> it's true. I'm on Instagram. That's about it. And I got one one other thing. Uh, yeah, the, uh, it's the uh, four, the number four, N uh, underscore, and then correspondent, however Pete wants to spell it. Uh, I've, I actually kind of forgot. I think it's C-O-R-R-O-S-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-E-N-
Pete's heard it. Should have done this off air. Don't know why I didn't do it. Let's do a contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's right. That's how we wrap up a podcast. All right, we're wrapping up. Of course I will. Mark, thank you for coming. Thank you for recommending a great movie. Go ahead. Yes. Was there anything else that we decided, Martha, that you would recommend again? Oh, ready or not. Ready or not? Okay. I'm excited. I'll be back for that one. And we're going to do one of these times, we'll do a uh, whenever you want, we'll do whichever franchise you want to do the most because i would love to run through a franchise with somebody who's seen the movies that would be fantastic (laughs) or remembers them and i will watch a couple of them in the franchise okay well we should do friday 13th then because he watched two and five so he's got fine them sitting on his that sounded aggressive but great not fine pete's getting into the all right we're definitely gonna hit the stop button now thank you martha thank you ken all right bye guys no worries see you